ambient soundscape of rolling waves, soothing tones and birdsong will be familiar to a growing number of spa-going Irish people. And although it may seem fluffy and frivolous, the beauty and spa economy is as valuable as the motor industry here in Ireland. So why are more Irish people getting buffed and puffed than ever? And what are the hashtag treat yourself trends of 2023? Well, News Talk reporter Sarah Madden is in studio. Sarah, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Tell me more. Well, it may shock your listeners to hear, Pat, that I know a thing or two about pampering. I'm I'm never one to shy away from a manicure and I may have three masseuses numbers favorited in my phone. So you can believe me and so can your listeners when I say that between day spas, medi spas and even spa-cations, those of us who love a bit of luxury have never been better served here in Ireland. In fact, recent predictions suggest that the global wellness economy will be worth an estimated $7 trillion by 2025. And if these Dubliners are anything to go by, Pat, the Irish industry wants a good chunk of that pie. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love going into a spa and a steam room. So does he. That's why he's afraid to get involved there. Facial, massage, maybe my nails. I have pretty dry skin, so mainly a hydrating facial, yeah. Every three to six months, something like that, and it'd be around 70, 80 euro. I'd enjoy like a good, intense, all-over massage and really get into knots and go off for an afternoon and get the odd treatment, yeah. My fiance is always trying to encourage me to go get a facial and things like that. I don't know what it is about a facial. I, I, I feel like if I'm going to spend the hour doing it, I would definitely rather just get a massage or just lie there and relax. And do you think then before the wedding, you're going to be convinced to go and get a facial? Kind of a, a bridegroom sort of thing? Yeah, well, I'm getting married now in two days, so I have already been convinced to do that. That's why my face is looking very fresh now as well. Actually, <laughs> oh, you just got one! Yeah, well, I got the old uh, amateur do-it-yourself one in the house, but uh, I enjoyed it. For myself, wanted to do it more and more. Do you know that kind of way? Like, it's a nice way to relax, a nice way to kind of unwind, that kind of stuff. Everyone likes to take a bit of time out to do these things for themselves, don't they? And yeah, it's an important part, especially out in around payday. It's always nice to go off and get some treats. Treating yourself, I feel like, is coming big this year. Like, everyone's on the treat yourself buzz. So, yeah, especially working remotely, I feel like people will pop into a spa, get their nails done on their, on their break. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to be a nail tech and I used to have clients come around on their lunch break or, like, yeah. bring the phone with them and they'd be able to, like, suppose the beauty of working from remote. Yeah. You could just work from the salon and get their nails <laughs> done. Like, yeah. Would you ever get, like, a little glass of champagne? Would they offer you that as well? Definitely. A glass of champagne and a massage on your lunch break. <laughs> what could go wrong? I know. I know. We're going to have um, uh, people texting in now, cursing the radio, saying we're blowing their cover. But to be fair, the Irish Spa Association does say that post-pandemic treatment trends, they skew more towards health than indulgence. And I spoke with Anita Murray, who is co-founder of the ISA and also managing director of Edvar and Pink, which has three floors in Dundrum. And she says she's noticed a difference both in who's attending the spa and what it is they're looking for. I think on the back of the pandemic, people are definitely suffering a little bit more with the likes of burnout, with their mental health. And in the same breath with remote working, we're also seeing a massive increase in people attending with a lot of back complaints because they're not sitting in proper chairs at home and they might be slumped on a couch working on their laptops. So you're seeing a lot of neck issues and a lot of upper back um, issues and a lot of migraines as a result of that as well. 
There's definitely a shift away from the sort of traditional fluffy treatments. People are looking for more results. So we're seeing a huge increase in interest for treatments for women's health, whether that's menopause, IVF. People are looking for a cancer care. I suppose like we know that stress is the number one factor in so many ailments. And whether that's a family trying to conceive or, you know, during menopause, there's there's so many elements to that, whether it's hair loss or, or skin concerns or general mood. So what you're looking at are treatments that can support the nervous system and um, reduce anxiety, relax the muscles, reduce stress. And um, so anything really that's that's supporting that has become super popular. And also uh, parents bring in children to help them to to understand self-care and, and their well-being as well. Just, you know, allowing them to have time to themselves and to, to manage their anxiety and stress. And that will be through uh, some of the ancient remedies that have re-emerged as well, whether that's homeopathy and flower essence and some of those, those holistic treatments that help um, encourage that stillness and that peace. And in our own business in Dundrum Town Centre, we've seen probably a 70% increase in men attending. And not just for the traditional holistic treatments, you know, they're taking care of their hands, they're taking care of their skin, and they're they're looking for anti-aging treatments. So they're, they're definitely enjoying treatments a lot more. A 70% increase in men attending. A 70% increase in men attending since the pandemic, yes. And according to spabreaks.com, bookings made by men have actually surged by almost 350% since 2018 in the UK. And but are they re- not buying the spa treatments for the beloveds? <laughs> well, That's I'm where sure the, that. they're paying and the beloveds are enjoying. Well, I think that the, the women are, have absolute buy-in here as well. And what you'll find is if someone's going to get married, you know, they have all of these bridal packages that include a little bit for the man as well because you know can't leave him out um but the thing that's really interested me is that if you scan around day spa websites they're really marketed to men differently so they're kind of the same treatments marketed in a very different way you know they're not being sold a soothing hydrofacial or a luxurious mani pedi you know they're being offered an executive massage or <laughs> a business class pedicure or even i came across one uh, a power facial <laughs> so i i suppose it's about less, you know, marketing relaxation to them and more about um, telling them that this is going to optimise them, you know, as a man, as a business person. Now, Stephen Thomas is owner of Stephen Thomas Male Grooming and Skin, and he was way ahead on this one. He thinks all this is just sort of temporary means of encouraging men into what still are largely feminised spaces. I was interviewed back 20 years ago and I believe at the time I was the only man who had qualified and was working within the industry uh, male to male. But I think men overall, they've gotten the green light from the women and men are more inclined to be looking at things and going, do you know what, I want to feel a bit better, I want to look a bit better because people are more confronted by their own image on the likes of Teams or uh, TeamViewer or whatever they are, they're using. But a lot of people are kind of looking at that going, I want to look a bit better than that. And um, that's where I come in. My youngest client, I think, is actually I've got a new client coming in soon and he's only 15 and his parents will be here with him and he's having treatments done. My eldest client is 85. So I suppose if you were to look at it from a point of view of an average demographic, it would probably be men in their 30, 40, 50 bracket. Those who have a little bit more 
kind of expendable finances and um, perhaps the family guys not so much you don't really see an awful lot of those because their money has to go somewhere else obviously you know but men their 40s and 50s mostly we all work very very hard and if if it, it's a thing that you can take an hour out where you can go and get a manicure or you can go and get a face treatment and just have that person to person touch there is something therapeutic about that that makes you feel good um, and who doesn't love a bit of self-care I mean 30 years ago going to a dentist would have been seen as, as something that was a bit uh, overindulgent you know so I mean there's the rise of the gym this is just another part of that it's another way for people to feel good about themselves it's also about building up their confidence and that's uh, Stephen Thomas there but kids are 15 I don't know uh, a bit skeptical about that uh, text and the same people wonder why they can't save a, a deposit for a house mm, mm, mm. no comment anyway um, attending a male only grooming clinic like Stephen's uh, might be a way for men to dip their toes into Power pedicures and the like. <laughs> yes, and also for the men out there who are a little um, shy about going into more of a feminized space, there are mobile therapists who will treat you at home. Um, in fact, according to Andrew Tracy, who is managing director of Versatile Bathrooms and Tiles in Navin, at-home spas are the next place that this industry is going. So whether you're looking for a sauna, your own steam room, or chromo and knipe therapies, uh, look it up, Versatile have custom options available. And as more and more people learn the benefits of spa for their health and their well-being. Andrew says that at-home spas will not only save you money in the long run, they'll even add value to your home. We have been absolutely amazed at the growth in this area. The biggest market for us during COVID was people saying, I want to take out my bath. I want to treat myself. I want a bit of luxury in my home. And this is what they can create. Heat, steam, light and music. Now, also what we've noticed a big growth for us within the home spa, even in an office environment, in trying to encourage staff coming back to the workplace. So to come down, relax, rewind after the day, and that'll be very much linked to well-being. You'll have hydration, exercise, and now you can have relaxation within the workspace. So it is the next development from going back 100 years where it was unbelievable to, or 80 years, to have a bathroom, to have a toilet. This is the development from toilets now that are called washlets and the bathroom as a zone and as a space that commands its respect. That is a very, very important room, not just for the functionality of washing your hands or whatever. It's an area for you, a private space for relaxation. I hooked myself up with the sauna and steam. People ask me to use it. Is it a gimmick? And yes, I absolutely would. I cycle a bit, not as much as I would want to, but let's say in a cold winter's day when you come in and you're cold, cold feet, maybe sore limbs, I would go into the sauna or the steam and most certainly what I use every day. A number of the listeners wondering, has the world gone mad entirely? <laughs> uh, this one, please remind people not to be talking in the sa- spa in the sauna, or at least stop talking about work in the sauna. It's so annoying. Mm, yes, well, especially now that they're putting these saunas and steam rooms into actual offices. I wonder if instead of booking meeting room A, they'll book the steam room and have a little bit of a mm. chat. In and there. are they unisex? Um, uh, in the offices, well, they're actually what they've done is um, Versatile have set them up so they're individualised. So ah. you can kind of go in there and, and have your own experience should you want to. 
Yeah, because in, in Germany, in the hotels and so on, uh, they have saunas, which everyone can go into and everyone's naked, men and yeah, women. I, I think that's a pretty common thing in the Scandi countries as yeah. well, when they have their own steam and their own sauna. It's a very usual to be sort of sitting there with your guests and all of you starkers. Mm, the Scanty Scandies. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Madden, thank you very much uh, for uh, joining us.